Welcome to Growcast, a podcast about growing your own cannabis. Welcome to episode number two, Electric Boogaloo. Hi. 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 My name is David and I'm here with the stoner mom. Hi, stoner mom. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, it is. We're recording this the night before Thanksgiving. We really are. We really are. There is actually a, a turkey a brine in right now in our refrigerator. And who's in charge of that? That's me. I'm the turkey guy. I'm going to smoke my turkey this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're going to smoke some weed. I sure am. <laughs> All day long. It's true. So I'm I'm very excited. I love Thanksgiving. Oh, I love, um, you know, I just, I love eating all that delicious food and making it. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about growing marijuana. Mm. So today uh, on episode number two, first of all, if you listen to episode number one, thank you. Thank you for coming back. We're going to be a little bit more specific this time. And we're going to talk about growing cannabis in soil and a few do's and don'ts and what to watch out for and what it's all about. Does that sound good to you? Who? You. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's jump right in. So first of all, I started when I first started out. Yes, I did grow in soil. And I felt like that was the way to go because it's, you know, soil. Everything comes out of soil. Plants come out of soil. Why not? Right? Plants, soil. Yeah. It seems like hand what in hand. What the fuck else are you going to grow? Well, in? right now I'm growing it in straight up water in a what? bucket. I know. But you know what? That's uh, that's hydroponics and that's another episode. But today let's talk about soil. Okay. Um, I'm actually very intrigued after researching for this episode of... Uh, maybe doing another soil grow and i think i'm gonna do a scrog grow i'm gonna have one plant in a tent going nuts you've done that before i know but this is gonna be one plant i'm gonna like see how many times i can make that thing like give us some stuff so let's talk about some watch outs for the soil okay because it's like good and bad there's there's what do you mean watch outs like what we're we should be watching out for no some things that you may not like about soil oh i'm gonna jump right in with the bad okay are you gonna also have a little bit of good oh yeah i like to just give everybody like to be perfectly honest with you when i approach this podcast i like to just go look everybody this is not easy i like to be a realist and really tell them like oh you're gonna do it here's the stuff you gotta watch out for and if you can deal with that then everything's okay and everybody can deal with it i but you know got it i'm not sugarcoating things here so the first thing to look out for are bugs you bugs live in soil and on your plants but they really come uh in the soil they just like come with the soil when you buy it so be prepared for constant upkeep on your plants when you're growing in soil you gotta like you're you're not checking like uh, for things you would in hydroponics that you are for soil, but you're really like obsessively checking those plants to make sure there's no sign of any bug damage. Um, and uh, one of the best things you can do, baby, yes. to uh, uh, try to lower your bug content in your soil is to um, make your own soil. Oh. What? That sounds, I don't I have to be an earthworm or something? Mm. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, like, I think what you really got to do being consumers that we are, is you just go buy yourself some more. I understand. And that was a great question. (laughs) Um, You got to go buy your own organic soil. You got to make it yourself. You got to buy yourself a good base organic soil. Look for the word organic in giant letters printed on the side of the bag. Um, 
you gotta spend a little money to get yourself some some good soil there and you want to make sure there's not a lot of wood chips in your soil because that doesn't that's just filler so they can oh this this five pound bag of soil has cost thirty dollars because it weighs five pounds but really 20% of those five pounds are wood chips. That's crap. That's somebody trying to make a, a dirty dollar off of you, I think. So anyway, look for that. Uh, look for soil that contains a lot of perlite, which are those little white rock things you might see in soil, like good oh. garden soil. Um, and then, uh, you know, th that's your number one. Watch out for those bugs. So make sure you get a good base organic soil. And we'll talk about making uh, your own soil here a little bit further in a minute. Number two on my watch outs list is, well, it's dirty. Soil, get it's dirt, it gets everywhere. Like, you know, yes. you're, if especially if you're doing an indoor grow, it's like sand. be prepared to have a shop vac or like a broom and a, a you know, a dustpan and you're gonna be vigilant. You're gonna, cause you gotta keep your grow room clean because if you have dirt on the floor of your grow room and in your tent and in your soil, <laughs> it's, Wait. there's bugs everywhere then. I mean, you have no chance of like, well, plus, you don't want to be dragging dirt all over your house. No, because your partner in life, your love of your <laughs> life, would not appreciate that. Nor would you, if you have any, you know, pride of ownership. Whoa, where you live. I'm drinking tonight, by the way. You're smoking, you just, I'm drinking. I'm drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking bourbon. I like bourbon and ginger beer. I think that's the way to go. That's what you have been drinking since the day I met you. I just love it. I mean, like, I'll go straight bourbon sometimes. That's cool. But this is good, too. The dog really wants to go outside. And remember, he ate all that food. All right, one moment, please. We'll be right back. Bye. Okay, we're back. Sorry, I had to let the dog out. So anyway, uh, where were we? Okay, well, I know we were rambling on, but we were talking about how soil's dirty. So, um... Dirt is dirty. Yeah. Here's the other thing to watch. Here's the last thing to watch out for. Okay. I mean, in my opinion, this is just me. I'm not an expert, but this is, these are my watch outs. Um, this is not really soil related, but sort of, kind of. Um, make sure you choose a pot to put your soil in that has proper drainage or you will get root rot. That's right, root rot, where the very so the roots of your plant will rot because they don't have drainage. They're sitting in stagnant water forever, getting all mushy and gross. That sounds gross. Yeah, you don't want that. It sounds smelly also. Soil's got to be aerated, and you got to be able to drain that water. So you know what a lot of people do, babe? They put a little base... Um, layer of little pebbles on the bottom of their I grow in smart pots uh, they're fabric pots and they're very aerated so air can get all the way in there but they still have to drain so a lot of people when I do this put little pebbles on the bottom a little pebble bed if you will and that'll uh, loosen things up get that water draining um, I had an issue with root rot once and what I ended up doing was in my smart pots I took those smart pots and I put them in a bigger plastic pot with drainage. And then I took a bamboo rod and I poked holes in that soil to create like some pathways so that uh, so they could start draining properly into the bottom of the plastic uh, bucket they were in. And it worked like a charm and then they came back right back to life and they were very happy. So there you go. So those are the things in my opinion to watch out for when you're growing in soil. Um, if you're still with us, if you're not scared, if that didn't scare you like a little girl, then I think it's time oh, to <laughs> let's go forward and let's uh, talk about, let's dive right in and let's talk about what to buy next. So 
So what are some good organic soil bases, babe? Um, Do you know? I, I don't know. Oh, oh I know. Hmm. No, I don't know. I'm going to tell you. Okay. A lot of people use Fox Farm Ocean Forest Blend. Yeah, they do. And, you know, typically when, <laughs> when you think about uh, soil and nutrients and stuff, in my mind, I think of what is the stinkiest thing when it rots? Ugh. Like, what is the most disgusting thing? And that, to me, is a fish rotting, right? Mm. Or, like, I think it maybe a human body might be worse. <laughs> well, oddly <laughs> enough, I think that in ancient people's times, they probably gardened on top of where they, like, would dispose of the bodies because it becomes... I'm all about that. I think that's cool. I do, too. And I, you know I've said this many a time. Don't they, like, do that in Game of Thrones? What do you mean? They like stick those bodies up in the trees. That's right, because they believe the trees. <laughs> and then they go back there and like you know. I mean, a tree is alive, right? And, I think that's and awesome. It, need, I'm it totally needs into stuff that. to live and eat, right? Okay. Anyway, sorry. wait. We're gonna have to take another break to let uh, the giant <laughs> walrus oh inside. My God. Excuse me. We'll be right back. Okay. I let the dog in. Our walrus red bear hybrid animal that we have and now let's get back to talking about soil okay so when we last left off we were talking about gross stuff like rotting stuff fox farm ocean forest a lot of like dead fish rotting parts in there which create nutrient rich soil they also make a soil called happy frog which is just a couple bucks cheaper mm. but they're both great they're both great soils i mean like i've used them i thought they were great some people say those are super soils, which is not true. A super soil needs zero new extra nutrients in it the entire harvest uh, time you're, I'm sorry, not the harvest, the entire time you're growing weed. Um, you will absolutely positively need to add nutrients to your fox farms, ocean forests, or your happy frog soil. Um, but they are good um, base organic soils, in my opinion. The thing you really want to look for when you're buying soil is to make sure that some of the extra ingredients are bat guano. Wait. Okay. And worm castings. Oh, oh, Both God, are poop of those animals. That's bad. Bat poop and worm poop. Um, I have a thing about worms. I know, baby. Forget I said that. Um, other things you need to look for are things like bone meal and blood meal and lime. Those are like, okay, so bat, let's recap. Bat guano, worm castings, bone meal, blood meal, and lime are things you, <laughs> you need to this look is for. all yucky. I know it is, but check it out. So there is this thing called super grow or super soil. <laughs> super soil, not super grow, but it, it leads to a super grow. So um, typically when you have uh, soil, I love, I love like how I'm pontificating about dirt and soil. It's fascinating. Not really. But anyway, it's, it's important because, I mean, like I felt like an idiot when I was like, well, what, what do I put my plants in? No one told me I had to read that out and get yelled at by internet freaks. You yeah, know? seriously. So Ugh. I'm not yelling. Okay. At you. I'm just telling you my experience. Thank so, you. So you get yourself. No judgment. No, do it however you want. You know what? Let me tell you something else. Use if, that shit from the backyard. Use it from the backyard, which I have done. done. Go buy yourself some miracle grow. I don't care. Do whatever the hell you want. Experiment, have fun, try it all out. I just, like, I, every single time I grow weed it's a different way every single time so i mean there is no wrong way to do it but um what i'm gonna do now is i went out 
a long, long time ago with these good intentions. And I found these boxes in the garage the other day when I was throwing stuff away. I've already got myself some bone meal, oh, some perlite, some stuff called uh, azomite, I believe. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, I've got bone meal, blood meal. Uh, I've got bat guano and worm castings. I got a lot of stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some good old organic potting soil. I'm going to dump that stuff in one of the many little kitty pools that we have left over from the summertime. Okay. And, and I'm going to mix it up super good. And I'm going to create some nutrient-rich, awesome super soil. Super soil. And what's going to happen is I'm going to take my veg tent, which is a four-foot by four-foot tent. It's, I think it's like six feet tall, I want to say. Um, and I'm going to, once my little baby water hydro babies are in there, are in a good position, I'm going to put those in my flower tent. I'm going to make a scrog. And I'm going to grow me in some super soil, some awesome marijuana. And I'm not going to add anything to it. I'm going to add water to it. And that's it. And it's going to be beautiful. And it's going to turn purple and black. What? Ooh, yes, bitch. And I'm going to take pictures of that. Yeah. Can you tell everybody what SCROG stands for? Okay, SCROG stands for uh, Screen of Green. And what that means is you you get yourself a – you make a screen, essentially. And I'd say like you're – Screen is somewhere around the vicinity of, I don't know, four inches by four inches. What I did was I went to my good old Home Depot supply store, and I got myself one of those plastic um, rolls of uh, green fencing for your garden. Very cheap. I think it was like $10 a roll. And then those squares are about two inches by two inches. So what I did was I took myself some scissors. I cut out like four by four squares. It took me a little bit, but whatever. And then... um, I set that bad boy up in one of my tents, and uh, what I did was I did it with too many plants, and I would never do that again. But the next time, you can literally have one plant. I'm going to do two, and as those plants start growing up through the screen, you bend them under the uh, little grids that you have laid out and then force them to grow like out sideways so what you end up with is a big giant bushy plant with many colas and the colas are the giant stalks that the weed grows on and i'm going to give you a little super tip right here okay are you ready for this i'm ready for this okay Da-na-na. this is a uh, dave super tip dave <laughs> yeah yeah oh. i don't know i'm not a dave i'm a david but okay, whenever i do anything like you know it work i'm it dave <laughs> yes. anyway So what I did was I had a little experiment going on about a month ago where one of my plants was dying, okay? What happened was I put it in my flower tent, the pump quit working, and it sat in water, stagnant water all night long. And it it didn't like the combo of no aerated water and intense lights beating down on it 12 hours a day. So it was like, I'm checking out, I'm dead. So I grabbed that bad boy out, girl, and I... uh, I was like, oh, man, I cursed a lot. Yeah. And then I I cut it. I cut all the dead stuff off of it, and I whacked off the top of that plant. I literally chopped it in half and stuck it back in my veg tent, and guess what? What? It grew out like a bush. Like, it's the biggest plant I've ever had now. No. And it's back in the flower tent Aww. doing great. It's producing amazing big buds. So what all I'm trying to say is don't be afraid in your veg tent to hack off the top cola or the middle cola the tallest fattest part of the plant and veg whack that thing right off 
don't be afraid and watch everything will grow out and it'll produce many colas. I'll have an episode coming up called Super Topping. Ooh. No, topping and oh. super cropping. My fault there. I'm going to have an episode super coming up called. Sounds like a really good pizza. I know. Oh my God. We should order a pizza. No. I have a little bit of money. Maybe no. Okay, wait, stop. Let's not talk about it. This is stuff I have to edit out. So stop. <sighs> I'm going to have an episode coming up pretty soon called topping and super cropping. And it'll teach you all about that. But anyway, don't be afraid to cut that right off. So anyway, super soil. Sorry, I'm everywhere. Super soil. So when you're growing in super soil, baby, yeah. it's so nutrient rich. And the idea is like those roots spread out, spread out, and they tap into the bad guano and fish feces or whatever the hell. Oh my goodness and and they gracious. do it and it gets what it needs at different times and it like loves those nutrients so hard. And since you're not forcing nutrients down its throat on a feeding schedule, it's like, now I need this. It turns purple baby purple purple you'll get some purple weed that's you, so awesome you've seen those pictures of like look at my purple weed and it's covered with trichomes um that that is uh that's what you want and that's what i'm gonna do okay so let's um let's talk about one more thing okay okay well one more thing about super soil anyway so the one thing everybody complains about that i've run online is mixing the soil like oh my god i've uh I've got this kiddie pool full of soil and I gotta mix it up. Oh my god. And I read over and over in every article it was like, and this is where it gets really hard because you gotta use a shovel and you gotta, it's very strenuous. Oh my god. And I'm just thinking, it's dirt in a shovel. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like you're digging a grave. I mean, like, you're you're mixing up soil. Who cares? Not anyway. Everyone is this. You can do it in a Sunday afternoon and bam, you're done. Okay. Not everyone is an Irish person. I guess that's the problem, huh? <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to post this in the notes of this podcast, but uh, I have a little uh, super soil mix that I think is really good. Uh, you know, you can like play with the ratios here because this is uh, using six bags of uh, organic soil as your base. And, you know, that might, that's a lot for a lot of people. So, I mean, like you can adjust these mixes and I will, I mean, like some of the things that are in there, I mean, that I talked about like earthworm castings and organic soil and azomite and dolomite blood meal and uh, bat guano and epsom salt but um, i'll post it in the notes and then you have that soil mixture right there cool okay so um now the last thing i want to talk about is our nutrients so we talked about nutrients um within the super soil mix but let's say you're just a uh you're not going to go that route you don't have tons of money to spend on you know freaking making your own super soil david so what do you you know i hey man i got like uh, there's some bags of soil at my garden store that are well and fine they're three dollars a bag can i use that uh, yes is the answer to that question so but you will need to supplement if you want to make your plants huge and full and beautiful and gorgeous people say you can't grow without nutrients they're full of it you absolutely can. But if you want to maximize your time, which you will, because you'll soon see that like, oh my God, I'm spending so much time growing weed. I want to make sure that you, the fruits of your labor are, are good, right? So if you want to take one plant and make about eight to, I don't know, nine or 10 ounces of weed per plant, maybe more, you need to feed it some nutrients. So 
One of the things I recommend um, for dirt, which I've recently found out this is not good for hydro, it's great for dirt, is the Fox Farms Trio of Nutrients. Um, you will see it. They will. All, they're always usually sold uh, in like a three bottle combo set. And then there's a bunch of accessories you can buy, which you don't need any of that stuff. Um, I mean, you do and you don't. But again, start with the basics. Don't throw a bunch of money at stuff you don't need. I would recommend buying it on Amazon.com because that's the cheapest. But the things you want to look for are uh, Big Bloom, Tiger Bloom, and Grow Big. Those are the three, okay? Okay. And uh, Tiger Bloom is what you use late uh, when you're flowering. Um, Grow Big you use throughout the entire life of the plant. And um, what was the other one? Big Bloom, I believe. That's the one you use for veg, I believe. Um, I think that's right. You'll find that a lot of nutrient companies have the same formula. There's three things. There's like a veg. Some will just literally call them veg, bloom. Like this is what you use in veg. This is what you use to bloom. And then there's usually some microbial weird thing in the middle that you, a catalyst. Sometimes they'll call it a catalyst. Sometimes they'll call it a micro, microbe. You'll see. There's always three. But that is the one that like is kind of constant throughout the whole cycle. Another one you can buy at your good old Home Depot, which I guess is becoming a cannabis grow store all of a sudden. Because <laughs> they have, awesome. the, you can buy like grow lights and everything there. You can buy a grow tent there now. Um, it's this stuff called Earth Juice. What do you mean a grow tent? Oh my God. You can buy a grow tent at Home Depot. What do they call it? Grow tent? I mean, they call it like your indoor farming tent. You know, I mean, like it's, you're growing vegetables and maybe you are and okay. there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, we all know we're, you're really growing weed. Um, and, and their right. buckets are $2 a piece. Whereas at the grocery store, they're 10 Okay? So there you go. That's... If you can, And people know that now because when I go to Home Depot, I always look at the buckets, even though I don't need any buckets. I got buckets coming out of my ears. But um, they're, they're always gone. They're always gone. But um, anyway, you can get this stuff called Earth Juice, and they have the same formula. I think it's like uh, grow and bloom and then a catalyst and that stuff stinks because it's got dead fish guts in it i think but it works really really well and it works on your um as opposed to live fish guts. yes blah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um you know another thing you got to do from it, the inside out fish yes <laughs> it is hurts. no it is it's guts it's fish guts and it stinks and you know what that bottle will explode if you don't shake it every once in a while while it's sealed um in a, Wait, if, what? You, if you take your earth juice nutrients, which are like super alive and gross smelling, I have some baby. You can't keep that in direct sunlight. I mean, you gotta like mix that stuff up every once in a while or open it. I mean, or else it'll like get so bubbly and disgusting, the bottle explode. Yucky. Yeah, I mean, you have dead fish guts everywhere. Oh my goodness. Um. So anyway. I think we covered the nutrients you got to use. You use those nutrients every other water feeding in soil. So, like, that means you check your soil. And if you don't know how to check to see if your plants are thirsty, you put <laughs> your finger, the first knuckle down um, until your, like, first knuckle is in the soil, like, reaching the top of the soil. And if it's still wet, your plants are good to go. You don't need any water. But if you put your finger down there, first knuckle, and it's dry, time to water your plants. Um... A lot of people say water those plants until you have that runoff occurring uh, at the bottom of the bucket. Yes, that's a good idea, or else you get that root rot we talked about earlier. 
Um, the other thing you need to do is add your nutrients in every other water feeding. So about once every other week you're feeding your plants or maybe once every five days you're feeding your plants nutrients about there. Read the directions on the bottle, follow them explicitly. Um, I recommend um, if you're your, seed, your plants are young, like their seedlings, do half nutrients and build up their strength to that. They can't handle a lot of nutrients at first. You get nutrient burn, which we'll cover on another show. Nutrient burn. It's where your leaves turn like yellow. And I mean, like, they can't take it. It's like force feeding them like super rich food or something and they want to barf. Um, another thing you're going to need for sure, uh, in addition to your nutrients when growing on soil, is uh, you want to get a, a pH meter. Okay, so your pH meter is just a, you, they're, they're cheap. You can get one for under 10 bucks. You can pay for over $100 for one. But basically what it does is it measures, uh, measures the pH level of your soil. You keep that, you have to buy this pH solution to keep your uh, pH meter in to calibrate it. Um, they have different pH levels to calibrate to, but once you get it calibrated, you stick it in the soil, turn it on, and see what the pH is. You want to get your pH somewhere around 5.6 to 6.4 on the pH level scale. Look it up. Um, a lot of info on that where you could figure out where your pH is supposed to be. It's supposed to be higher in the when you're uh, flowering. Um, so you're going to also need, the last thing you're going to need is a bottle call of CalMag. It stands for calcium magnesium. And basically, if you use tap water to water your plants, mm -hmm. uh, it has a lot of calcium in it already. So you may not even need this. Um, there's ways to find out, but we won't, I won't bore you with that. Um, you want to add a little bit of CalMag into your water solution that keeps your plants, like, make sure they get enough calcium and magnesium um, in their little diets there so they don't start turning yellow. So gotcha. those are the things you need. Um, some people buy pH up, pH down. Um, basically what it does is if you really get involved, you measure the pH level of your water before you dump it on your plants and make sure it's within the right range. And if it's too high, you lower it with pH down and raise it with pH up. And um, I think really that's everything when it comes to nutrients. I okay. feel like I covered a lot there. I feel like you did too. I have a question. Oh, I'd love to answer that question. Let's hear it. Um, at one point you were talking about something and you were like, look it up. So, like, what's your um, recommendation for where somebody should be looking something up? You know what? Honestly, I could give you some website names right now, but I just type it straight up into Google and then, like, find the best answer. Um, there's a site called growweedeasy.com. That's a good one. Also, that High Times magazine has a... Uh, pretty informative site you can check out a lot of great information on mm -hmm. you can get on message boards like uh, reddit microgrowery where you can get uh, internet bullies tell you how stupid you are no but i mean it's it's i learned a lot there but you know i mean like i feel Just like read yeah read as much as you can you know i mean but look you know you'll see and don't take everything people say for face like, value because they're all full of shit they just want to sound good, like, about themselves at the end of the day. They don't really care about helping you. Right? I just, yeah. I kind of, yeah. On Reddit, anyway. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, there's a lot of great information out there. Again, you know what another good resource is, babe? What? 
your store, your local grow store that you have already been to, if you listen to the first grow cast, and you've made friends with that guy or girl. Right. And, you know, and now they're like doing things like, oh, hey, uh, whatever your name is. <laughs> hey, man, how's that? How did that General Hydroponics uh, Flora series work out for you? Oh, it was, it's all right. I don't know. It smells like a donkey's ass. Though. Oh I'll tell God. you that much. You know? But it's, Are these the conversations you have? Yeah. Yeah, you're saying my three-year-old uh, daughter is with me, too. <laughs> Getting can- They give her candy bars. Candy bars? Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> my heavens. I know. It's because they're all stoned. They have candy all over the place. They, they could have been also because it was near uh, Halloween when we went there last time. I went and bought a pump, like an air pump. And uh, anyway. Anyway, your local grocer, great, great resource. Go make friends with those people ASAP. Even though they're going to overcharge you for a lot of stuff, whatever. I mean, like. They're very helpful. They're very helpful. Well, if you have a good one. When you find a good one. Which you will, because they're everywhere. They're everywhere here in Colorado. I'll tell you that much. Speaking of which, I want to just back up just for a quick second. Okay. We got ourselves a new strain to try yesterday, didn't we, babe? Yes. We and did. What is it called? Zamal? 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 It is uh, an African sativa, from what I understand. something. Yeah. And anyway, anyway, it's supposed to have this like crazy long flowering period of 110 days. I don't know. Whatever. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying it right now. Yeah, you are. And there you go. Right now, currently in our grow area, we have a lot of great stuff. We've got purple paralysis. I, we've got northern lights. Yeah. And then we've got... Um, gosh, blackjack. I want to say I don't know what that is. Um, uh, that plant I was telling you about that like spread out and is like super crazy big. That's I think blackjack. I'm not sure. Uh, and then I've got a bunch of mystery weed. I have no idea. What oh my it is. gosh, what are we gonna do? We're just gonna enjoy it, and it's gonna be great. And then we're gonna know moving forward. You can buy like things to like test the like THC level. Oh, you can. I don't know anything so. about that. Maybe we should have a show on it. Well, I feel like it helps you. It was at one point when I was discussing um, mystery dink. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like something you can do to like narrow it down at least. To the THC level. So then you can be like, oh, this is a sativa and it's a blobbity blue. Well, yeah. I kind of have the options. I have. So basically what happened was I got some feminized seeds from this one guy and he was like, threw him in a bag labeled like S is for sativa, H is for hybrid, and I is indica. That's and I was right. like, yeah. well, what are the sativas? And he's like, it could be this, this, or this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, well, great. But that's fine. I don't care. But I just like watching them live and grow and get so big. Well, um, you know what, baby? I think that's about all I got to say. Okay. Is there anything you want to say? Um, no, I think you did a great job. Thank you. I think you're beautiful. Oh, and dear. Um, I love oh, you very much. You. And That's I just want to say, um, check out the, the stonermom.com. Also, there's going to be a podcast coming from the stoner mom extremely soon. Well, once I get off my booty. You know what? It's the holidays. There's a lot going on. Yes. But we're going to do that. That's coming up very quick. We have some, we have, we're recording. We just haven't put anything up yet. But anyway, check it out. Check out the Stoner Mom. She's everywhere. I love her to death. 
I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. This will obviously come out after Thanksgiving. Oh so <laughs> so now it's more like enjoy your Christmas or whatever. But hope um, you had a great Thanksgiving, y'all. Don't get trampled to death on Black Friday if you go on Black Friday. Um, and that's about it. So cool. Yeah. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Adios. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.